0: All right, I think we're going. Cool. How are you, Laura?
1: I am awesome. How are you?
0: I'm great. Um, so the funny thing is, I just saw something on um, like a Facebook memory that I started with the IT company like exactly almost a week ago, six years ago. So we've met. Oh wow! Uh, about six weeks or six years ago. So
1: holy cow! Well, happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. So, um, yeah, how is life? How are things going?
1: Good. Uh, You know, so much, I think so much has happened since you started there and since you left. It's kind of funny the the different directions that our life has taken, but yet... It's Kind of meeting back in the middle is pretty awesome.
0: Right, yeah, that's you know? that's what I do love about social media. That is yeah. one thing that like, and I think that's the <laughs> that's the only reason I stay, uh, you know, connected to it as much as I do.
1: Honestly, I think if I had not ever joined the military, like the like I wouldn't have known the value of it. Just being able to stay connected with with everybody and like you know family all back on the East Coast and stuff. It's definitely the, the best aspect of social media for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, when I, when we first met, you had, um, I don't know that you had just started running, but I don't think that you would, you've just done maybe one half marathon at that point. Yeah. That... yeah.
1: I think that you're right. Um, our first half marathon was in 2012. So yeah. So it was like right yeah. about yeah. then. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah, that was the, you know, I had done, you know, five K's here and there. And, um, my twin sister and I, I'm trying to remember what even somebody had just like, I think it was the the person that I was with at the time actually was like, you should, you should run a half marathon. I was like, you're crazy. Okay. I'm going to do it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I started looking into it and, um, my, that was when like the, do you remember the Nike, the Nike chip and like,
0: yeah, 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 I remember you had one like in your shoe or exactly, something. Exactly, that... yeah. yeah. And, and like it yeah. had
1: just become a thing, like wearable technology had just started to become a thing. And so <laughs> my sister and like I. Before
0: the Fitbit or the, oh, yeah, 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 little, yeah. Uh, yeah Fitbits. Yeah.
1: Exactly, like it, it didn't do any of that. And like you had to plug it in. Like, it was, I mean, looking back now, it's funny technology anyway but um yeah archaic stuff (laughs) we're talking
0: about gps positioning (laughs) on your foot
1: exactly like you know back then way back then six years ago you know like oh my gosh (laughs) um that's
0: hilarious yeah
1: because it really didn't track much like you had to plug it in i don't even know how accurate it was um (laughs) but yeah so we signed up for the uh the windermere half marathon there in spokane and um and we started training for it. And I just like fell in love with distance running and I knew nothing about it. You know, my my running training was Air Force running training.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so PT for like 30 minutes. 30, yeah. Nothing, like, like no.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah my, my PT test was a mile and a half. and And right. at that time I was like, oh, my God, a mile and a half, you know.
0: well that's and that's when i met you i think that's the only like running i'd had ever done really in my life and so when you're like oh yeah 13 miles i was like you're great (laughs) like you're absolutely nuts yeah have fun with that man yeah that was pretty much my like "Eh, that doesn't sound like fun at all
1: (laughs) but now twists and turns later you're getting into it yeah
0: Yeah. um not I, i haven't done any more i haven't done more than five miles at a time but um here hopefully in the spring when i can get out and run a little bit more um definitely interested at least trying to get um you know up to that 10 mile mark if not try to do a half mile or a half marathon yeah that's i think it'd be cool i it's running's never been my strong point but like whose is it really i mean (laughs) really it's
1: not like if you think about it like Our bodies by design are designed to hold 60 minutes worth of, you know, salt, essentially. So it's we're really not designed to, like, push it past that. (laughs) So everybody, like, it's a struggle for everybody. And um, I think that you find comfort in the discomfort and you learn how to balance it. So it's – but then that's kind of the cool part of it is maxing out that – I mean, I still remember the – the moment that I hit eight miles, because that was like, it took me, that was a really big jump for me to go, first of all, to be able to run for an hour consistently. And it was a long, like it was a long struggle for me to get from six miles to eight miles. And once I got to eight miles, I was like, I got this. And it's the same thing as when you're running and everybody hits that wall. And, you know, and everybody's wall is at a different time. And it's like, once you can get past that and, you know, it's like, damn it, I got this. So it's, it's cool. And it's euphoric and addictive.
0: (laughs) I bet. And like, I've, you know, obviously listened to a lot of the runners, um, and they, they talk about the, the runner's high and how euphoric it is. Oh, yeah. And some of the people that don't even, you know, know they're running at certain points, they'll just go, they'll blank out for like a half an hour and not even be, you know, they won't even know they just ran, you know, however many miles.
1: Exactly. And it's amazing. It's really cool. So.
0: Yeah, that's um, awesome. So. Uh, the reason I kind of brought up your running is now you're doing what triathlons?
1: Yeah, <laughs> fell in, <laughs> fell into triathlon. So that's awesome. Yeah. So you
0: went from you know like when I, yeah yeah when I first met you, you were just getting into running. Now you're
1: exactly. So i uh, yeah
0: doing it big. Doing
1: it, <laughs> yeah. It's it you know new challenges and getting out of that comfort zone. And you know I have done several different. Have you know several different distances to be honest with you my favorite like if i could choose my favorite distance to run it's 10 miles and because then i i it's a great challenge but um okay you know my my sis my sister is my like she's like the one running partner i am not a person who can like run and talk at the same time. Like you're going to automatically annoy me if you try to talk to me. (laughs) And the great thing about running with your twin is like, we can have an entire conversation without saying a single word. And so, (laughs) you know, like we, we, we ran at the same pace and everything. And so even when I moved over here to the Portland area, we started running, uh, running together again. And did some super super challenging races, and then uh, my now fiance had said, "You really should do." I really think that you should do an Ironman, and I was like, "You're psychotic!" And <laughs> so I'm gonna do it, you know. And, and then, then it, you're
0: thinking about, it, yeah, like, that like, doesn't, yeah, like yeah,
1: exactly. Because I did the whole well, okay, so I looked at the half Ironman, which it, you know the the run part of it is a half marathon. I'm like okay, I can do that. You know, I mean, i run a full marathon and i run so many half marathons. Like I just have to get through the swim and the bike, like no big whoop. And
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I signed up for, um, I registered for the half, um, half Ironman 70.3 in Coeur d'Alene and without, do I like I don't recommend this anybody's listening (laughs) I do not recommend doing it this way (laughs) um because I signed up for it committed to it before I had even ever done a single um multi-sport event like had no idea how to train I didn't even have a bathing suit when I started Uh. and so I jumped yeah jumped into like one of the most expensive and hardcore uh you know forms of a sport that you can do but it is – I was terrified of the swim because, you know, as most people are. <laughs> um,
0: is that the uh, – like open water swimming, is that probably the hardest part? Like or the hardest fear, I guess I would say? Totally.
1: Yeah, I read – Obviously, it's
0: kind of out of your element. Exactly,
1: sure. yeah. And, and because, you know, as humans, our bodies are not designed to be, you know – horizontal in the water. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're upright mammals. And,
0: uh, and so,
1: yeah, it's like that whole, it is hundred percent fear. And, um, I, I read a statistic one time, I think it was something like 80 something percent of people who want to do, who like, who go into triathlons never start because of the swim. And, you know, I could see that totally. Yeah. And because, you know, you, you jump in it, it's 0% control of the elements and you can't see, But you know, I, I did it in Lake Coeur d'Alene. So, which isn't completely dark, but obviously you can't see the bottom. You have no idea. You don't know how deep it is. And, you know, like (laughs) what happens if I need to catch my breath and it's cold, like, but
0: yeah. yeah, that would be, so I grew up like on the lake and I still, like an open water swim does not, uh, <laughs> you, like I it just doesn't, it's not something that's appealing. It's not something that I would, I, I think that would be the hardest part, even though I did grow up on a lake. So yeah. it's not like, uh, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Like I grew up on Lake Erie and right, you know, right. Like, um which maybe that was the problem <laughs> maybe that's why i'm so scared like i've seen toxic i know it's <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> right but, that's it yeah. yeah well and that's a flathead you like you you can't see the bottom or anything like that most days and yeah. like that's what you even to this day like if i fall wakeboarding or surfing you still get that eerie feel like, like
1: oh <laughs> if anything touches me right now like panic 100 <laughs> percent <Right>. panic <laughs>
0: right like, yeah, yeah anything could just come grab me like and nobody you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. god don't don't even remind me <laughs> i know
1: me. <laughs> um it's it was it what's funny though is like i have fallen in love with swimming in a way that i could there was no way for me to concept like to even have a concept of how much i actually enjoy swimming and really like it was physically physically it was the the easiest part. Like none, none of it was easy. Let me say that. Uh, but just physically, you know, it's because I, you know, you, I practiced so much in the, in the pool and, and I went out and practiced in open water before I ever had my first triathlon. And, you know, and what I did was, uh, like before the event started, I, Went in, got into the water, and like kind of, I know maybe hippie-ish, but basically, like talk to the water, like okay, <laughs> I I respect you, you got me, just you know, and and that's the thing is like you just breathe and and just go,
0: just get in your mind right, totally,
1: yeah, and the you know the right. the first one I did um, an Olympic distance triathlon the first triathlon that I did and I did it uh I think it was a like three it was like 20 something days before the Ironman and um so the Olympic distance swim is it's 1500 meters and the um the Ironman is around 2000 meters so it they were you know it wasn't that far off and It about, it took me about 500 meters to get into it, you know, and, and like, luckily it was small, like I was still with a crowd of people to get that taste of like, okay, getting kicked around and having to swim like around people or having people swim around me swim over me, having to learn to sight to see like where you're going. And, um, and it took me about 500 meters to settle in, like, just get my breath and, you know, like I said, respect the water, know that I, all I have to like, worst case scenario, I roll onto my back and take some backstrokes, or you are allowed to stop and like, hold on to one of the boats that are out there as long as you're not moving forward. Like, all right. And oh,
0: okay, yeah, I got you. yeah.
1: And which I didn't know that. And I was like, okay, that feels better. Like, <laughs> I can grab onto that man there and they have stand up paddle boards all along the way and stuff. So, yeah.
0: Was, okay. So you can reach out and it, grab yes, and something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, or like they have the, um, the buoy markers and okay. and you can, you can hold on as long as you're not, you know, holding on and, and still like moving forward or like, um, putting your feet down and, you know, moving for like, you have to swim forward essentially.
0: So, right. Right. So yeah.
1: And, and now I've gotten like taken some, lessons with a swim coach who's taught me so many awesome techniques it's really cool I've fallen in love with it
0: that's cool yeah that's cool it's kind of, so it's kind of you're yeah I guess you're falling in with love with uh another challenge totally. that you thought was probably yeah exactly <laughs>
1: that's kind of life isn't it like the thing that you fear the right. most that you end up like it's nothing what you thought it was gonna be
0: right so. yeah I can honestly say it about this this whole podcasting thing I thought it was gonna be super easy and <laughs> well not that i thought it was going to be easy i just thought it was going to be different totally like the the challenges that i'm facing aren't the challenges that i thought they were going to be and like yeah it's uh <laughs> it's fun though and you kind of fall in love with it and you try to you know conquer whatever <laughs> whatever it is like yeah
1: i like the the podcast when you're talking about like you're constantly thinking about it like day to day and like making notes of like oh i'm getting you know and that's when you know you really <laughs> i guess There's a fine line between love and obsession, right? But but being passionate is always a good thing, I feel.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> like even my son, like, because I'll just be walking around the house and then I'll, like, try to talk it out, like, <laughs> verbally talk it out. Like, how would this sound if I was talking? <laughs> and then, like, my son will be like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> like, Don't mind me. Yeah,
1: it's fine. Everything's fine. Sure, Dad.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm talking to the voices. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> You'll understand in a few years, man.
0: <laughs> no, it's... uh yeah. It's awesome that you, you know, have overcome those challenges and I love watching you, um, you know, through social media do this. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome to see, you know, yeah you just crush everything. And, uh, the other day you, okay. So are you, um, are you vegan or vegetarian?
1: So I am vegetarian. Um, okay. but I, I opt for vegan options if I can, because really I'm, I'm vegan across the uh, board except for you know and I I appreciate and respect all vegans out there but I do love eggs. Um but okay. I'm <laughs> I'm super picky Dang. about the eggs that I do eat and if I could have a farm um where I had my own chickens and and I knew that, you know, that they were happy little little cluck clucks I would to- you know Right. but yeah so um but like i have a i'm very very sensitive to dairy and um so i by choice i i will go completely plant based as much as i can um you know i i feel like it that's kind of all like everybody has their own personal beliefs and their own personal stances and everything and and i would never knock anybody for you know i don't like people who eat meat like i i'm not here to you know, to say who's right and who's wrong. I just, you know, for right. me, like
0: that's just, yeah. yeah
1: And so I have a very big sensitivity to, um, to gluten, to wheat and stuff. So I, I do, I eat, um, completely gluten-free diet, uh, completely vegetarian diet and as plant-based as, as it comes outside of, I do have two eggs every single day.
0: hey you got to do exactly from
1: vegetarian hens vegetarian fed hens who seem to be happy because they make my belly happy
0: (laughs) nice nice no that's awesome and so i've been you know getting more uh strict about my diet Mm -hmm. well i more or less my wife has (laughs) Which is good. Like I feel a lot better uh, for the most part, obviously this last week it hasn't.
1: (laughs) Oh man. Yeah.
0: And so she's been sick too. And she drinks all these like uh, apple cider drinks and all this crap. And so I'm just like, so you get it too. But hers lasted like a day and mine lasted a week. So (laughs)
1: there's a difference.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but, so I've been getting more, um, you know, like I said, just more strict or more, I guess, I I know a lot more about my diet. Yeah, now.
1: And, and that's
0: <laughs> it's not you know stopping by Taco Bell every exactly. day.
1: Exactly, and is it? It's like that's the biggest thing when you acknowledge like when you start to pay attention to what you're putting in your body, and you start to recognize those you know those little things that like, well, I feel like crap when I eat that, and um, or I feel so right. much better with this cleaner right. diet. So.
0: Yeah, it, it does make a huge difference, and just waking up like I don't know. Now I have these little fruit smoothies every morning, just fruit, frozen fruit.
1: Nice.
0: And because I just I don't ever eat fro, I don't ever eat fruit, so now I'm like trying to. Is that
1: how you're getting your fruit? Consciously put it. Yeah. <laughs> <That's awesome>.
0: yeah. <laughs> like blueberries and mangoes and strawberries oh, yeah. and kiwis, and so just freeze a bunch of them and then uh, yeah, just throw them in my shake every morning. So that's awesome. I at least get, you know, a cup of <laughs> fruit a day because I was terrible. Like I, and it's not that my parents never like grew up, like we had fruit in the house. I just never, I just never ate just, fruit Yeah, for some odd reason.
1: I mean, I'm a Midwest girl and, you know, I was raised on steak and potatoes and, you know, right. so yeah, it, it was, I mean, I used to be so overweight. I had to lose weight to get into the military and. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I, I was
0: I up. Not yeah. That.
1: I was. I weighed over 200 pounds at one point, my friend.
0: Holy <laughs> yeah. cow, I did not even yeah, know that. Yeah, so
1: it's it's been a and I'm still I feel like I'm still learning about my body and learning about food and yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, I don't think that'll ever No. You know what I'm saying? You'll always be learning. It, um, yeah, for me anyway. I I know that uh yeah, you you definitely probably come up with new ideas all the time
1: <laughs> definitely well and you know and, and your body changes and you know I it's you as you get older or whatever and as foods themselves change you know everything it's like a constant you have to be willing to to constantly be willing to learn different things or try different things and and just be open to that you know and
0: yeah Absolutely, Unders- I think yeah. that you could say that about everything. It, yeah, <laughs> like, a, just be open-minded. That's what uh, exactly. You know, that's that's one of the reasons that I I kind of started this podcast is just people are so close-minded these days. Oh, it's just kind of like, please stop. Exactly. Just, uh yeah. You know, like there's there's a middle ground in all of this.
1: And, and know, like, like there's no black and white one way to do you know this or that, except for like right. you. Know, should be a cleveland browns fan like, that black. <laughs> well, uh, let's be <laughs> honest we
0: we both uh root for terrible teams, we do so. <laughs> i'm a lions fan yeah, You're a exactly like yeah you know. <laughs> well, next
1: year next year's our year
0: yeah next year how long yeah <laughs> but yeah so that's kind of kept us in touch i think i you know i gave you kind of crap about Cleveland. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> Things happen. And then so when I was talking about uh your, your diet, the other day you had posted something like, Oh, nobody, you know, people give me shit because I don't get uh protein from meat. Uh, <laughs> like you're all ripped. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, like congratulations. Like <laughs> Thank you. way to kill it. Like <laughs> you were ripped.
1: Thank you. And yeah, that is the yeah, the number one question that I get all the time as a you know, vegetarian, vegan, plant-based, whatever, like. Oh my god! But where do you get your protein from? I'm like, dude, <laughs> do a little bit of research. Like, you
0: know, right?
1: I I get protein from this, that, and you know, um, so I just track what I'm eating, and I care about what I'm eating. I eat a shit ton of tofu. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Right. So yeah. I. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, if
1: anybody is, you know, I'm on my fitness pal as. Uh, I think Laura Sheldon 13. I'll, I'll double check that here for you. It I'm
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me know. I'll put it up on the link. Totally.
1: And if anybody, I like, I'm by no means a dietitian or anything like that, but I'm always open to sharing recipes or, you know, we can follow each other. Let's see. That's, I'm the worst with knowing my, like.
0: i am too yeah (laughs) laura sheldon 13 laura sheldon 13
1: so totally welcome to join me on there i i'm usually pretty consistent in what i you know tracking my my activities and my food and um but yeah it's that's a lot of it too it's learning from each other like
0: that and does it keep you accountable also It does
1: for me. Now, I don't like I don't track macros. Um I think that that's another another thing that is important to talk about when it comes to, you know, fitness and nutrition and um education is that not one there's there's no one magic pill. There's no one, you All know, right. no one magic Absolutely. plan like I mean, my twin sister and I, you know, we're we're twins, but we we process things differently, and what works for me doesn't necessarily work for her. And so, for me, like that's it helps me stay accountable. One to uh, especially for because I do so much endurance exercises to make sure I'm taking in enough stuff. So, it, it's all in what you're trying to get out of it, like with anything, right? You get out what you're what you put into it,
0: right? And, Absolutely, yeah, so,
1: so that's uh, I would say that that like. I I would never say follow exactly what I do and you'll have the exact same results that I will. And
0: Yeah. Unfortunately that doesn't just, uh, you know, and that's my wife. She's got all these different fitness plans. I'm like, well, can't you just give this? And she's like, no, you have to write it to like the person. Like that's, that's how, you know, and even, you know, she's, uh, I think one of her deals is like, you know, after 30 days, we'll reassess yeah. and, you know, see what's working and what's not working. Yep.
1: Or, She's yeah. totally smart. And, and that, and because even yeah. after like, after a certain amount of time, like, you know, your, your metabolism changes. So then you have to make adjustments or, you know, if suddenly like, okay, we're realized it takes time to to
0: see right. results. If, sometimes you plateau. Oh Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah, I mean, she, she's been doing that for, I don't know, three or four years. And I know she learned something new every, you know,
1: all the time. I bet. Or
0: adjusting, yeah. or, you know, always writing different plans and all that fun stuff. That's
1: but, awesome.
0: Which is cool. Now we have uh, a little gym in our house. And,
1: yeah, I love seeing um, that. So are, are you guys <laughs> doing like, cause I know um, that we had shared, you know, cryo. I, you know, I know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: are you you doing um, that? Yeah, usually CrossFit people are the ones that are typically into that. So are you guys doing CrossFit type workouts or?
0: No. um, Kristen does supersets. Oh, yeah. And like, so she does like kind of does like a superset workout. So she does kind of a high intensity workout, Mm -hmm. Um, but not really um, CrossFit. Yeah. So Cryo is just um she uses it cuz she had those surgeries all last year. Yeah. Um and that helps like a lot with the uh healing of oh that. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah.
0: I guess. <laughs> and then also um she just loves it like it's a skin tightening and you know there's so many benefits to it.
1: Uh, it um, truly like anybody who has not tried it needs to try it and commit to trying oh, it at absolutely. least at least 3 times, you know.
0: Like right. Yeah. And then some of my, uh, you know, I have a lot of people that hit me up about it. Like, oh, what is this? What is this? And, you know, a, a friend of ours, he broke his spine this last year and wasn't ever supposed to walk again and like walked out of the hospital. Get out. But So he's going to come up and try it. Yes. So, And then, you know, I have these people hit me up from Great Falls. Does it do this? Does it? I mean, it's there's so many. Just you got to go try it because I can tell you, like, you know what I'm yes. saying? It's one of those things that you just got to go try because... <laughs> It's sitting at 100 and negative uh, 190 degrees does not sound fun <laughs> at all but it's really not that miserable it's really, it's really not. not
1: no and it's like it goes by so quickly and the fact that like as soon as you step out of the tank you know it's not it's not that wet cold like being stuck out in the snow you know it's
0: all like right. it just it just goes ah, away totally. it's
1: so refreshing and just like Again, that, that, you know, you kind of feel high afterwards. Like, you know, right, like,
0: right. You get that, but you basically get a body high is what yeah, I feel totally. like. Anyway. It's,
1: I had finally thought my sister was really struggling. Um, she had injured her foot and I was like, you know, I'm serious. Like I, I leaned on cryo so much during Ironman training. Cause I had jacked myself up and I'm just telling you like, even like, it's going to help this and you're going to feel that. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, you know, it is so cool. Just, you feel your whole, I mean, your body is literally healing itself as you're standing there. It's, you know. Right, like, right.
0: Put your body in that, like a general in shock yeah. and then goes out and basically heals whatever. So, yeah. right? is that the kind of the concept? Yeah,
1: yeah. The, um, and yeah, I was just going to, you know, if for like the scientific concept behind it is, you drop your temperature down to that, that, ridiculous temp and so your blood (laughs) rushes to your vital organs to protect them and so what happens is when you step out and your body starts to release your blood again it by nature automatically will target the like you know any torn any injuries anything that um is inflamed it automatically goes there first and so yeah it's just that natural self-healing for three minutes of standing there and you burn like what like five or 800 calories or something
0: yeah 800 calories or something like that yeah go
1: have a snack and (laughs) it's
0: awesome yeah a a friend of ours owns it here owns one of the you know he's got that and he's got the float um float lab and then he has got infrared spa i
1: haven't Um, tried the infrared spa yet
0: I haven't either. And that's, I need to go up there and do that. He's actually going to come on the podcast. So I need to get up there and just so I have, you know, something to uh, talk about. <laughs> uh, on the infrared. Cause that's the only thing I haven't done. I floated, I've done cryo quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And and they're both super beneficial. Totally. Um, and have you floated? I before? did. It's
1: funny that you asked that. Cause I, oh. I just actually went and floated on Saturday. And yeah, oh, nice. it's, I mean, that's another thing too where, <laughs> to talk about it people are just like you okay so you just, <laughs> right. just
0: lay like, in the water you can't feel <laughs> yeah. anything in your weightless yeah. like yeah you're yeah. weightless like and you can't see or feel anything they're like no, no exactly like <laughs> i don't know
1: what you're on uh but yeah and, <laughs> and that's the same thing too yeah. you know just, like that re- it's just the that essence of releasing and you really have to believe in, in going in there with the right intentions of it. And I I tell everybody anything like with floating, you have to do it at least twice because the first time you're going to spend the first, you know, what, 20 minutes, like feeling really weird.
0: Well, and that's what, so my buddy that owns that says that like 90 minute floats really good for people that, uh, haven't meditated oh, or you know, can't get into the meditative state right away because he says that, like, the people that, you know, the first go in there, it's, you know, your first 30 to 40 minutes, like, when you first, you <laughs> yeah. know, try to get comfortable in there, it's just trying to get comfortable.
1: Exactly. Right? And, like, what am I supposed to be doing?
0: Um, right, right. Like, are you sure? <laughs> like, is the door supposed exactly. to be closed? What's that? I took you my know, like, clothes
1: off. Is this normal? Yeah. I don't
0: Oh right, God. exactly. like, am I really supposed <laughs> yes. to <be> naked? <laughs> then the
1: I'm gonna go off like pervert. We know you're naked <laughs>
0: yeah. yes so so uh a ninety minute float is what he recommends um, and that's like personal. and he said that you know, he floats quite a bit and he's done like a overnight float wow. and longer floats and things like that, but he said that ninety minute float is the uh, kind of the golden float for him. Wow, so. You know,
1: I've never tried a 90 minute float and now I'm really thinking that I should.
0: Me yeah. neither. I just, uh, we just talked about this the other day for some reason. I'm always, you know, picking his brain every time. Oh, I'm
1: totally. <laughs> but... I, I love that he's into the very, you know, the, the like natural, whatever you call that, like, you know, all the, all the natural stuff, like that's pretty awesome.
0: Right. Cool. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's different and it's, it works for me. I'm not, me too. And I'm not usually too, uh, you know, if it doesn't work for me, I'm not going to use it, especially not. (laughs) Exactly. I'm
1: certainly not going to, especially
0: when it's freezing my ass off for (laughs) three minutes. I'm not going to go do that if it doesn't. Yeah. And let me
1: tell you, I I am cheap, so I am not going to pay for something that I am not actually (laughs) getting benefits
0: from. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Kristen goes, uh, I think she's on a once, once a week, at least kind of deal. And, Um, I'm pretty sporadic with it, but it's usually when I hurt myself yeah. <laughs> doing something stupid or yeah, I, but try to work out.
1: <laughs> I, I need to I and I know like you get the most benefit out of anything the more consistently that you do it. And, right. and I'm the same way, like I'll buy you know I'll buy a package of you know things and then and then I always hang on to that last one, like oh I'm just gonna wait and then like four <laughs> months later I better use this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right yeah yeah i uh i'm digging it it's and it's cool to get into it. and brandon the guy that owns it is super nice and it's always like he's one of those people that he'll he'll talk to you while you're in the you know the yes. chamber and you think he's just talking to you but he really knows that he, he's gonna pass the time if you you know what i'm saying like he knows how to pass the time a little bit quicker <laughs>
1: yes um, so interact. i'm pretty stoked about that <laughs> that is
0: And the guy that, uh, the really turned well, uh, Matt Triplett. he's a professional bull rider and he, he does it all the time. Like, and I was like, what the hell is he doing? (laughs) And so I just had talked to him after he got done doing it one time and he's like, oh yeah, you got to try it. And that was when I went up and tried it. But yeah, those, he does it like all the time. I think he does it, you know, if he can daily.
1: Oh, wow. I mean, I would. So,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I yeah, yes. absolutely. If I if my body was my, your you know,
1: paycheck, yeah, paycheck. your livelihood <laughs> and putting yeah. it, you know, to the test that way every day of your life, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I heard something like LeBron James spends like 1.5 or 1.8 million dollars just on yeah, recovery. Yeah. That's just- like whether that be cryo or massages or you know whatever that yeah. may be one point eight million, but like that's that's exactly. what you do, and that's
1: why dude's been in the league for this long and literally just sustained his long like the longest injury that he's had, and he pro like I'm sure that he probably could have come back a lot sooner, but he you know cares about it so much, and I mean if I'm putting one something right. million dollars into my my machine. It's gonna be ready before I put it back out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So you said you were bigger before the yeah. military. Is that what you got into shape for? In the is that like when yeah. you started to kind of look at your diet, or was it, it later actually was in life? a
1: lot later in life? Um, I I did I did a lot of things the the wrong way to um, you know made a lot of mistakes i was super uneducated and um you know i i'll just be completely transparent that i had actually started getting into like diet pills um tra- yeah, yeah and you know this was back in 2003 and so like a federal was still a big thing it's completely available <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so i i was i mean i was working two jobs at the time i i worked I had a factory job and I worked in the mall and so like I definitely didn't work out I had no concept of any kind of fitness or anything my fitness was high school softball and so yeah I I dropped the weight and then of course you lose weight in boot camp and stuff I gained it all back and um I was on the like the fat girl program and (laughs) and you know constantly having to to check in with pt tests and my weight and everything and it was uh my first deployment in 2004 that i was i actually had purchased one of those oxygen magazines that were like geared towards women and uh, yeah and they had they they,
0: i have a subscription
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but back then it was cool cause they actually had workout plans that they put in there and like great advice. It wasn't just all advertisements and stuff. Um, and so, right, right. yeah, I, I started to like become interested and started getting this idea. Like I, I'm not just big bone, you know, I grew up all my life, like believing, you know, we, Oh, we're just, you know, short, husky, big boned people. And I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I that's that's uh, my wife you know my wife grew up the exact same she'll say that exact yeah. same you know I thought I was exactly just like I'm, <laughs>
1: I'm not meant to be and I think there was an article in that in in one of the magazines that was like you know we're all underneath we all have the same skeletal skeletal st- structure so why not and I was like you know okay that you're right like I'm not meant to be big and So I decided to to give up soda, which I thought would be the easiest since I was going to the desert. And, um, and I started to, in the, I was, I went to Al Udeed and I worked nights. So I had the, the early morning and started running on the track there and it was, you know, super minimal, but it was something that I could sustain and, and I fell in love with what I was feeling. And it was from there that I started to try to educate myself more. And and like we were talking about, you know, years and many years of, you know, learning and unlearning habits and, and different things that worked and different things that didn't work. And, um, but yeah, it was ever, and I, I still haven't had soda since then. Like I I know that I could, but um, it was just kind of one of those things like, no, I'm good. Like, that to me was
0: like the right. thing. And so. Yeah, I I definitely tried to uh, try to drink very little soda. In fact, like I can't remember the last time we have like soda in our house or <laughs> yeah. buy soda, you know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't, unless it's like a mixer. Exactly. With <laughs> okay, yeah, <that's>, uh, <laughs> you're
1: going to put like Jack and Coke. That doesn't count. Jack over right. CO, super the Coke it's not really seven. exactly it's not <laughs> no. it's not soda
0: <laughs> and even when i do that like i always try to go with like a light like seven up i don't know if it's any better for you but it feels exactly i don't know it feels Literally like better things, for uh,
1: when it comes down to it that that's what matters right <laughs> so right yeah.
0: right did you see that montana had uh we drank more white cloths per capital than any other state oh my in the goodness, US? no! That- <laughs> And I'm just like, that makes total sense because we're always outdoors and like people judge you if you have Budweiser in your hand, but if you have a white claw, it's just like a, you know, a healthy (laughs) water. That's
1: just your drink.
0: So you could be out in the middle of the mountains yeah. just, you know, hiking up the mountain, drinking your healthy water, <laughs> and nobody even in fact, we did that this year, and like everybody that we walked past were like, Hey, that looks yeah. looks pretty good. That looks pretty good. That we yeah, should have brought those. I'm just like, Yeah, if I would have had Budweiser in my yeah, hand, you would have been like, get that? out of here, you like, hillbilly. Oh my god, you
1: know, what are you even doing? <laughs> are you from here? Oh,
0: uh, yeah, that just yeah. cracks me up. Like it's uh <laughs> I don't know. I, that's somebody's just like, why is that? And I'm like, it's gotta be that we can like it makes it even i don't know easier to drink in the public
1: (laughs) i would think so i mean it it makes sense it's you know it kind of uh yeah (laughs) It just
0: i don't know it's just it's crazy montana in general is very obviously lax on drinking (laughs) Unfortunately, uh, it's not unfortunate. It's just like everything that every event in Montana has. Yeah, taken, it's just kind
1: of the say. expect. I mean, you know, that's kind of like the right. the Midwest. You know, you at least where I grew up, you kind of associate like a lot of tailgating and stuff because it's you know, and you just don't think anything of it. Like that's just what it is. Like everybody's right. just kind of hanging out and
0: yeah, like Oktoberfest totally or this or that. Yeah, yeah. it is.
1: It's just kind yeah. of set like you just don't even think anything about it.
0: No, in fact, like we went to a brew fest last weekend, and my, you know, they had games for children and all yeah. that other stuff. And like, I'm not even joking. You know, Deegan was winning <laughs> stuff over we there. You know, it's they just, yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of, but that I think that's kind of so. It's kind of a weird deal. So when I was growing up, like kids, they didn't bat an eye when a kid was in a bar. <laughs> And now that's kind of going away even out here. But I see it a lot more like where it's the craft beer are trying to make it more like family friendly. And you only have like, you know, one or two beards. It's not like you're going there to get, you know, hammered or anything like that. So I see that yeah. a lot more. So I think that's cool. I, I, don't I know. think
1: so, too. You know, in the the Portland, I don't know if you've been to the Portland area much.
0: Yeah. So they've got, you know, tons of craft totally. beer out there. And it's
1: there. like that. And, and like you said, it, it's very much more family environment where people are, you know, they're drinking and they're almost like connoisseurs of what they're, of, of their brew. And, you know, people are very excited. All, right. All,
0: You're like, going in yeah. there to have like, no, it, it's just,
1: you know, the, the local breweries are a big thing. And it's like, oh, that you know, what the, what there is and, you know, oh, what's the new flavor of the month and stuff like that. And it. it
0: yeah, there's an right.
1: ownership to it rather than to go and just get buzzed. It's like
0: yeah. right, and I think it's yeah, you're going there to have like a beer. You're going there to have like a tasty beverage. You're not going there to have you know a watered yeah, down exactly. blood, you know yeah, it's like Bud Light. Like, <laughs> like, the, like it,
1: the new wine tasting is you know exactly. <laughs> this exactly. is like higher level society and, now.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I it's just. It's one thing yeah, or another. That's true. I guess. Yep. Which uh which no, and that's kinda, you know, up in northwest Montana, it's kind of a the town that that you know we kind of we live and work in is is a little bit further away from where we are actually living, but it's um it's kinda had that it's had a huge lack of of those cool things mm-hmm. going on um you know like the craft beer and stuff like that so finally we're getting a bunch in fact one of the breweries here does like a running wow. night so they all meet at like 5 five thirty 30 or whatever and go run and then come back and See have that a pint. Than me. Um, so those are the things that i'm like
1: <laughs> now, now that's cool that. like <laughs> <laughs> i can run a 10k yeah. to have some beer
0: <laughs> right maybe that's uh just me getting older where it's like oh it used to be like a pub you know you used to look for these pub crawls and get all hammered (laughs) this now it's like oh go run and have a beer that sounds okay (laughs) that
1: is when you know that you're like getting to be middle-aged man like yeah i don't want to really get trashed because that hurts tomorrow but you know i it it feels pretty good like let's go run get a little sweaty and you know kick back and have a
0: beer (laughs) (laughs) right right and so what Yeah, how's um portland you're in you're out in the portland area right yeah but i'm
1: in so vancouver and which is yeah it's
0: uh
1: for anybody who hasn't been here it's basically there is a bridge over the columbia and then you're in (laughs) portland so like i i can hear the portland airport from my apartment it's so yeah i I work in portland um what's hilarious i was like i i'm 10 miles away from my job on the Portland side, but the traffic, holy cow over that bridge is insane. So yeah, just too many, (laughs) too many cars, but yeah, I, I mean the area here, as far as like things to do and, and just like what we were talking about, like the things that are available with certain and everything is like, you know, so local based and, and people just love, love Portland. They love being local and, And that's really cool. So I I like that. Good
0: food everywhere you go. (laughs) All right. And I do, I love that about, I don't know, just the, I think like Seattle's a little bit different. Obviously a lot different. Like Portland, you can't really describe Portland. That's
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) It's just, it's, it's different, but it's a cool different. Like it's, uh, like you said, everybody loves kind of the local, uh, you know, it's a local atmosphere more than a bigger city. Um, but I do love that like you know, just that whole kind of West coast areas, you know, really rich in music and beer yeah. and and uh it's very <laughs> I don't I we spent a week out in Seattle this last year, and it was just really cool, you know, because we've always lived um not always, we lived in you know, Spokane area, but um, for the most part, since then we've lived kind of out out in the <laughs> middle of nowhere, <laughs> so. Yes when we were in Seattle, it was really cool to like walk places, like walk right across the street and, you know, you're at a, a mini mart or walk down the street and you're at, you know, 10 <laughs> restaurants and
1: yeah, things that you don't really like think so, about if you live there and when you don't have those readily available, you're like, wow, this is really awesome.
0: Right, Like I'm not even joking our old house. It was like 45 minutes. If you forgot something <laughs> at the store just to so go did, there. Okay. And, back. and like we, and it wasn't because of, it wasn't because of, uh, traffic it was just because it was that far wow. away. <laughs> like, yeah so now we're kind of like in a semi-small town and i can run to the store and stuff okay. which is awesome that's just uh something that i've as we've been moving around and <laughs> seeing what we like and don't like i've definitely kind of found there my go. happy that, medium. that's
1: what life's about anyways <laughs> figuring out what it is that makes you click
0: right and yeah, and I still don't. <laughs> no, me I mean, either.
1: <laughs> like still, I just signed up for a freaking triathlon, yeah, dude. <laughs> 37 years old. Like, oh, I can do <laughs> like
0: triathlon. Right. And it's, it's yeah. One thing that I, I think when I was younger, I always was hurry, in a hurry to get, like, try to get things done really fast. And now I like take a step back and like try to actually do them right and figure out problems and yeah, things like that. Know. So I think that's a different approach, um, you know, just getting, I don't know. As yeah. you're learning things, that's I sh- I change my ideas, my views, my everything a hundred thousand times. You know?
1: <laughs> it's the truth, though. But I mean, it is kind of funny that you know when you're younger, you're, you're you're in such a hurry, and then as you get older, you're so desperate to slow life down.
0: You know? Oh, but, absolutely. You just it like it starts to yeah really go by. I mean, like you know, I mean, it sounds it so does. cliche, but it, but it, it it's really the does. Truth. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! You know, all of a sudden, you know, your kids are older, and like, whole, you know, my goodness, and you know, for like super young people that are in such a hurry to like, I want to get married and start a family right now, like, dude, you know, there's are
0: so right. Wait exactly. till you're at least thirty. And by the way, are you you're engaged, engaged now? Congratulations, but you really want to like get into this? (laughs) It's just hard, man. (laughs) I know. I've been in a long distance relationship,
1: so we're really testing it. Right. (laughs)
0: Yes. But no,
1: I mean, relationships are hard. I mean, humans, we are tough freaking creatures, and there's, there's,
0: and like you said, you change and so does your partner and so does, you know, your views on life. And so, so it's a constant exactly uh, you like know.
1: evolving with each yeah. other. And, and I think that the key is finding somebody who is like open to your evolution and doesn't want to just keep you pigeonholed into, into one thing and, and same thing with the other way around, like that you want your, your partner to, to grow and, and be okay with that. And so that way, even if you get to that point in your life where you know it's not working out but you you never hate each other when you grow apart
0: right right yeah and yeah you're just always i don't know my wife and i we you know we obviously have problems here and there but i think the ways that we get through it a lot is supporting each other on you know whatever we're doing whether it be a, a podcast exactly. or her you know building a new you know or putting yep. a gym in the house or whatever it it's case so be, super so.
1: important and that's you know like i said uh kirsten she was a she was the one that had initially pushed me to do the iron man and you know she had no idea what she was getting into as as my partner going through iron man and Yeah, we had some, it was, we hit some difficult times, especially, like I said, we're in in a long distance relationship, which, you know, requires so much more um, attention in a sense to, to each other and like being super intentional on spending time together and, uh, you know, communicating and in the middle of Ironman training, I'm like training six hours a day sometimes and, but she was completely supportive the whole time and you know she helped me like basically we trained me I didn't do any kind of like professional training um for swimming or anything like that and you know she would find different YouTube videos for like different techniques like just completely supportive like checking in you know always cheering me on with my progress and and that's so important when when you have something that, you know, your support system has to be in it a hundred percent too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cause you're not even going to want to do it. If you know, your partner is man, you're spending way too much time swimming or you're too much time running. Like if, if somebody's doing that and you're not going to want to like complete that anymore and it, you know, and then you're going to have that resentment and you're going to have, yeah you know, regret down the line yeah, that you for, didn't do it. Like, and, okay,
1: I'll cut my workout short this time. And then that just plays tricks on you. And, and then, like you said, you grow that resentment. And it's like, but yeah, you yeah, know, there was never a, gosh, what time are you going to get home? It was just, okay, what's your workout, play, you know, what, what's your training plan today? And,
0: right. And
1: so it's, she's, she's going back to school now. And, you know, it's like, I know that there are sacrifices that, that we have to make as far as being in a relationship, but that's you know, go do it. Be you.
0: Right. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. <laughs> itself too, you know. Uh, a lot of stress. Every in life. time,
1: yeah, you always getting yourself into into something new and it every every new thing brings a new challenge, brings a new stress.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh so was the military, I mean that what did you do? Um, in the, you were in the Air Force, I know that, but what did you do I in was the Air Force?
1: Fuels, so POL, yeah, I fuels. was, uh, I, I was, so aircraft refuel, like ground refueling, um, so everything from receiving the uh, fuel, like storage of the fuel, testing of the fuel, refueling the aircraft, like the big, big refueling trucks that you see on the flight lines, like that's I was driving those and. Yeah, oh, um, nice. and then we did the lab test, like testing everything on, or testing all the, the levels and stuff for for the fuel, and yeah, so that's, nice. I had zero to do with anything that I do now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> so did you, uh, you deployed one or two um, times? I
1: officially deployed twice, and uh, yeah, yeah, twice. I did. Ton, tons of tdy's of course you know like
0: yeah. gotcha right yeah that's definitely where <laughs> yes. you get
1: around <laughs> but yeah and i was lucky enough to be stationed in italy after my my first year i got to go to italy for a couple years and so i got to you know travel all around europe and stuff so so and then go tdy from there so i was like oh, okay cool now i'm going to go tdy to germany all right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So you did. You used, uh, used the time in the military uh, the right way.
1: Exactly. (laughs) It was was super awesome, and you know, I, I was super focused on being um, getting an education, and so I, I started working on school. I didn't. I had no idea what I really wanted to study. um, To you know, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Who does? (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so I, I worked on, you know, I started in school when I was in the military and then um, that was, it was just, that was my goal. Like I was, I was going to do my, my full term active duty and in, in the military and then I was going to get out and I was going to go to school and use the MGI bill and, and that's what I did. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. And you went, so for Yeah, I started right?
1: out, um, I got my, my bachelor's in networking and computer networking and, uh, well, information security with uh, like a undergrad and, I mean, uh, a minor in computer networking and then went on to, to grad okay. school from there for information management.
0: Yeah, and that Syracuse. was uh, Syracuse, yeah, right? Go. If I remember right? Yeah. That's awesome. So. Yeah, I remember uh, that's when exactly. we were working together. I think you got the letter that you were able to, yeah. to do that. That was, so that was awesome. huge.
1: That was a that was big thing. So that was, check that off my box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So is that what you're, are you currently still doing I am, yeah. Then? Right
1: now I work, I work for nice. the Oregon Food Bank and I am yeah, it's oh, I'm nice. a uh, system and applications engineer over there so basically just kind of they the Portland the Oregon Food Bank is essentially the hub for all of um, Oregon and Southwest Washington food banking so they're like yeah there are hundreds okay. of regional food banks and everything but the the Oregon Food Bank the Portland headquarters is essentially, like I said, the the hub of all of it. So it, it's really, really cool to be a part of a huge mission. And um, I've gotten into mainly focusing on the uh, like system architecture, like getting the right technology, the right applications, really modernizing the the food bank there to, for actual um, the information age that we're in and, and be able to, to do more digitally and so, you know, making the mission better, get more food to hungry people.
0: Very nice. Exactly making it easier. And so, like your your architecture, just making basically sure all the softwares all work together and they work yeah. together the right yeah. the right way. And yeah, that exactly. Kind of what like,
1: uh, yeah, um, you know, yeah. getting getting more things uh, available, uh, internet based. So, because so many more things are so mobile based and you know, we're trying to reach more people in more areas. And so being able to, to get information and get people out to those areas and be able to have that, that information with them and, and have it be available and, you know, securely. And, um, yeah, so it's been really cool.
0: That's cool. It sounds like it's, uh, it's definitely interesting, obviously. And it's, sounds totally. like it's pretty I, awesome. I
1: love it. and um, is you know, it makes a huge difference when you really love the, you know, the, the mission of what you're doing, Yeah, you know, just, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that, it, it makes it, <laughs> that makes it a, like a day and night difference. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're not happy with what you're doing or you don't see the entire mission or you don't, um, that, uh, it's like a couple uh, Navy SEALs book. Um, I have it somewhere around here. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. extreme ownership, and they talk about that. Like if you're not like you know the Navy SEALs going into every mission, they had to believe one hundred percent on the mission, or else you know that whole group could fail, or that person's not going to come it's out. Truly, because you your back, whole heart's kind of deal, not into so.
1: it. Yeah.
0: Right. Which I can believe, uh, you know, and, and obviously, you know, I've, I've kind of moved around quite a bit in different jobs and things like that. And I, I definitely see that, um, you know, in my work and I can recognize it right away. <laughs> um, and unfortunately that, that uh, sometimes <laughs> doesn't go over well for yeah. anybody. So um, yeah. So that like I said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting to learn my personality. <laughs> and <what I> that's,
1: <laughs> that's when we know we're getting older, dude. Uh,
0: all right, right. And you start looking back and the advice that some people give you, you're right. like, oh shit, they are right.
1: Damn it. <laughs> yeah.
0: In fact, I sent a message to a, our former boss the other day, like, hey, I just want to <laughs> let you know that you know, like, some of the things you did say were pretty pretty spot some on. Some of the things
1: so. you said were not so spot on, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No. But we'll let those ones slide because I'm exactly. not going to remember those No, and <laughs> it's it
1: so true. And it, it's it's like we were talking about earlier... Yeah, when people tell you when you're younger like oh you know life's gonna go by really fat you know just like gosh it suddenly starts to catch up with you like wow they were right crazy.
0: yeah yeah but also i'm starting to learn a lot of people in my life or you know just a lot of people in general <laughs> like, yes like you know a lot of i think in you know that being a younger generator I, I guess we're you know in the thirties area now. And, uh, you know, it's, I think this, this generation hopefully kind of is the turning point where we kind of get a rid of the old <laughs> idea. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of idea, especially being okay. from Montana, a lot of people don't understand things. And, you know, so, you know, being raised in Montana, or I don't know if it's everywhere. Um, uh, maybe it's just, you know, but you, nobody, you know, it just wasn't, if you weren't, normal you were not accepted there deal, wasn't right? like
1: an open idea of just like nobody has to fall into some kind of template like there's no cookie cutter of what makes success and what everybody should be right. like no you don't have to go to college right at 18 you know and uh, yeah so right. it, i i totally agree like you have
0: and I hope that it keeps on continuing because it seems like it's going somewhat in the right generation or right I agree direction, and I
1: if if you know, I give millennials a lot of shit, but I have to say like the one thing <laughs> that I feel like that millennials have really brought into our culture, which is awesome, is the you know they're they're, they're entrepreneurs and and it's like being able to they've taught our all the generations like it's okay to take a risk, like try this. You don't have to do this one thing for 20 years, do what you love and, you know, come up with right. something new who says you have to do right. it that way.
0: And that's never been like when I was going through school, there was never any, like, you know, there's no courses no. on <laughs> entrepreneurship. There was no, you know, there was no anything like that. So i'm glad that that's getting out there because it is it's a uh you know i've tried it over and over again and it's something that i'm definitely yeah. you know i'm gonna find a way some way you know whether it's whatever i find that's you know my passion it's gonna work exactly. you know i'm gonna do so my well so.
1: just freaking go after it yep
0: right right and it is big yeah. risk i mean you know i mean, take my wife as example she wants to do a, a gym and it's it, and you
1: you you're know, all or nothing right like you have, to, you have to be willing right.
0: to fail at it and and that's a that's scary yeah but it, it and it is part it, of it, the process it, though right you, <laughs> you gotta, have to
1: mess it up before you're gonna know what needs to be done
0: right <laughs> right and i used to that's that's where i would just like i would just expect my i don't know if that was my personality back in the day or just you know in general growing up i just expected you myself to yeah. be good at it And when I wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? It was just, I had a lot of confidence going into things. And I think that helps most of the time, but, uh, some of the times you definitely get your head.
1: uh, Yeah. And and when you do come up short, it like hits you a lot harder. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) See, I had
1: the opposite extreme problem of not having enough confidence going into things. And so I would like, you know, count myself out before I even started
0: right right you were done exactly. before you even yeah yeah you see that a lot in like uh like dirt bikes and motocross and you know seeing deegan and things like that <laughs> when he has confidence like you know he doesn't go down but as soon as he knows that you know like that jumps hard or those whoops are big yeah. like he's going he just down. Like, like boom he, i'm gonna yeah. crash before
1: like i'm already out
0: <laughs> yeah it's like you're already done right there i'll go stand over there and pick <laughs> yeah. you up now that you said exactly. that exactly oh. <laughs> Yeah, That's awesome. So I'm just glad that, you know, you could come on. I'm super pumped. In fact, I was going to ask you to come on and I, I've been hesitant to ask the people, um, you know, I've been trying to, I guess, practice more before I get on here and just mess it all up. But I feel like the interview ones are, are, you know, the kind of the just chatting back and forth are kind of where I'm going to try to take it and where i feel most comfortable I, so totally
1: with you and it, it flows really well so i'm stoked to be able to come on here i was yeah. i was really really stoked when you know when you started this and it's i'm so proud of you for staying with me. like honestly because <laughs> oh, you really have to put you. yourself out there and that's you know that's a, that's a big thing and it, it's cool yeah. and it's very very cool
0: and it's tough sometimes. And like, and I don't like sharing my, like the darker sides of, of life. Cause I've always been that, like, I always try to be a happy go lucky, but there are those, those things. So you do have to Definitely. put yourself out there, but there's also like weirdos out there. Like I sent you that message the other day. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like that guy, that's like the second time that guy's done that. And I finally was just exactly. like, I got to screenshot this just in case this guy, like, Oh, he's a exactly. you know a homophobe, and <laughs> <Yeah>. he's a <laughs> like, dude, like what who, the f-
1: what are you even dude. talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I just <laughs> just a little backstory so everybody knows what I'm talking about. I had a a guy um, hit me up, and he asked me if I I need a co-host for the podcast, and I said, well, I you know I have a couple guests coming on, but if you want to jump on there, you know maybe we can talk and see if it's a good fit and. And uh, he said something like, Why do you always push me away? Is it because <laughs> I'm gay or something like that? And I'm just like, like What? This? Like Yeah, and like just went off on me and <laughs> yeah. I was just like, Okay, like I gotta block this guy. But I just gotta screenshot it so <laughs> totally. people don't like
1: it. it was, I mean, yeah, but, I people like that who, who throw the card out so willing, you know, it it pisses me off, honestly, because there are so many people out there who right. it, you know treated misport you know who are by bi- like miss missing on all my words like you know prejudice and just you know bigotry like it's all over the place and then when you have somebody who's just you know throwing that out there like oh it's because i'm gay like what dude you know
0: right. don't take away do, really. it yeah, just kind of devalues yeah, exactly, it i guess you know? is that
1: like, like the boy who cried wolf like you know, you're, you're taking away from people right. who really are being victimized and like, that's just.
0: And that's happened a couple of times over here. Like, I think that happened a couple of years ago in Missoula, like where a gentleman said he was walking home and he got beat up by like three guys cause he was gay and all this stuff. And it came to like, that it wasn't, See, there like, was no truth to it. So it's like, man, you're exactly. just given. So now you know...
1: everybody, any, the next person who might be actually attacked. Yeah. You know, They're like, Oh, but was up. it really? Cause last time we put all this energy into it and you know, just, yeah. Right.
0: So. Right. And there's, there's a lot of that going on. um, You know uh just in any, any, anything that there could be adversity people, you know, deprive so on those adversities. Unfortunately they'll, they'll take that to, you know, use that to their yeah, advantage any way they it's can. Sad.
1: So. It really is. And it's like the, yeah, you know, the kids in the classroom, the ones who act out are the ones who get all the attention and the people who actually really need the attention are are forgotten.
0: Oh. Right. Yeah, it's uh and I I think people are still or, or people are more aware of I those agree. things now. I agree. Um
1: I yeah.
0: <laughs> I hope. I mean, that's it's just, you can jump on Facebook. I'm not even joking for like, and the first three things on your Facebook, somebody's going to have something stupid to it's, say about something true. Or they shared something that's just completely asinine or, you know, it's not even factual or, and I used to be, I'm not saying I, you know, like I used to be so bad about that. Like I would get on and argue
1: all the time. And, <laughs> I know. I,
0: I'll try. But but now I just sit back and laugh at the people. Yeah, like, like I what? Used to don't be,
1: even but, yeah. jump into that water, yeah. dude. Like, I
0: love right, that. right. And then you know, and then it's kind of funny the people that don't even have like, uh, what do you call it? A dog in the <laughs> fight the are, are jumping in there and saying <laughs> this and that. Like, why and do you? Like, why what? are you even
1: getting into this? Like, you're completely removed from this. Why are you? Why are you so riled up about it?
0: Right. Right. And so there was that women's march a couple of oh, yeah. years ago, like the big one in, in Spokane. And and I think I just posted being a smart ass. I'm like, would a man's march be sexist? Like just being a smart ass, you know, like not even <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like
1: oh, yeah, just yeah, to get a rise out of
0: people, you know. And uh, the guy on there, the one that was most pissed off was like a guy. Like he was going really? on Well, there's a couple of them. And then, like the girls that were like, "There's a couple girls in there sitting there making fun of the guys," and I'm just like, "Holy shit! Like, what is going
1: on?" Oh my here? gosh!
0: <laughs> like the guys that were, you know, the people that were most pissed off were male. And <laughs> like,
1: man, if anybody's going to be offended, be like <laughs>
0: that. Right, and and it was just, it was you know, one of those things that I think I'm funny. Across the way, and way, I'm i like, I completely
1: missed <laughs> the mark on that one. Sorry. Right. <laughs>
0: Right, but that's that's social media in, in that it. sense. So, like you know, you can't really if you go to a commie show, and I said that, like you know, it wouldn't be even thought about as as you know somebody saying, "Oh, exactly, that's right, exactly. yeah." So, and you know, you know <laughs>
1: people people read things in the tone that they that they want to hear it, in, and and that's the hard thing about it too. Same thing like with texting an argument, like you cannot text the tone that you're in and. you know every perception is reality so if i think that you're pissed i'm going to read your message in in the tone that you're pissed and so
0: right and then you come to like some conclusion in your head that isn't even come close to (laughs) what
1: exactly and then you're in this argument where it turns out that you guys were both at the same starting point to begin with (laughs)
0: right Yeah, there is there is times where Kristen or I text each other like, let's just talk about like we can't we can't text about this. Obviously, Kristen and
1: I uh, had I mean it's still an ongoing. You know, we still definitely deal with it ongoing, but we we've tried to make it an intentional thing to not have important conversations via text.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Like 100%.
1: Way too many miscommunications. And, and trust me, it's still a, still a struggle, but.
0: Yeah. And you can say that, but like, um, even not your, uh, you know, your partner, but like even, you know, friends or those, those conversations, exactly. some of them can't be in text. You know
1: you know sometimes like, you just gotta be in person.
0: Right. Control. Or at least, yeah. you know, it, on the phone so you can hear each other's It, voice. Really, it is it, a big difference hearing somebody's and seeing yeah, somebody's it'd mannerisms. and be able to have the
1: conversation without just, like, word dumping. And, you know, like, I don't, so many people don't really take into consideration, like, when you, if you're, if you and I are talking about something, like, you have a chance to, to react. And I can hear what your point is as opposed to, I'm just going to send this paragraph long you know, message of I'm just gonna dump on you, and it all just comes out as like you know one long run on you know attack. Then,
0: right, and they might it, see one it, sentence yeah. in there, like I do personally. Like I'll pick out the one it, sentence right. that pisses me off the most. You know, like it could have been an apology for the first four sentences, exactly. but there's and that one. With
1: that. And, and then you text back some long thing, right. as, you know, and it's just oh my gosh, yep
0: exactly no it it's it's uh yeah I
1: love texting.
0: <laughs> it's uh it's a crazy world and and you you know doing the long distance thing that's that's gotta i we've never uh chris and i did a couple months but long, never long-term. like you know yeah, it, right, it can be exhausting
1: right. and if if anybody i'm not saying i'm an expert at long distance but if you need any tips on what has worked and what has not worked for us <laughs>
0: There you go. Laura's well, the exactly. The Lord's the Lord. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's
0: awesome. Well, hey, I'm going to uh, wrap it up, but thank you so much for for joining me and I'd love to have you on again and kind of get more into depth maybe on yeah. like kind of your training and what you what uh like your running schedules totally. like I would and love things to. like that. So.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Laura. I, I, I hope I you have a great night.
1: Thank you. Keep it up. I'm excited to see where you go with this. For real.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you All right, very much. All right. Talk Bye. to you later.